Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Okay, hi, welcome back to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday. We are still in the book of Revelation. I think, I think, because we missed last week, I think we ended um, in chapter, the first part of chapter 14, so we'll probably go back and pick up some of that just to make sure we're all in the right place in the same on the same page. But I'm going to ask that Laura go ahead and lead us into the lesson while I get our folks that are joining us on my phone so I can see if there's any questions. I possibly have told this on this broadcast before, but it's the best way I can think of to relate to this lesson, okay? Okay. So I got a text message from a friend of mine that when I first started homeschooling 21 years ago, (laughs) wow, well, because when you homeschool, we consider it starts when they're born, right? Mm-hmm. It, you start out teaching them from the beginning and you keep going, all right, this is not going to be a homeschool commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk you into homeschooling, but I want to tell you something about it. So most people's perception that are watching me about homeschooling think you homeschool to keep your kids away from things, mm-hmm. right? That's the most, that's the perception. Like everybody will, will make comments to me about like, now how are they going to handle the real world? Mm-hmm. And do they actually have friends? <laughs> and how are they going to function in public? And can they manage college? These, If you actually homeschool, those questions get to be really ridiculous because you realize that they have lots of friends and they do lots of things in society and they're very involved in their communities and they do very well they're in college. They're wallflowers and well, they have opinions. I mean, but there are, wallflower, there are wallflowers in public school. I was one. Mm-hmm. And, and there are people in homeschool that are shy and, and not as socially... you got to get off your phone and listen to me. I can't get, so it, here's on, the I can't thing. get my messages That's okay. on the phone, so I'm trying to... Olivia will handle that from back there. But I, I'm just saying, like, everybody thinks that you're trying to put them in a giant protective glass bubble. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, mm-hmm. that's how they treat you. Mm-hmm. And I have, that's never been my idea of homeschooling. That's never been what we mm-hmm. thought we were doing. We always, and I'm sure I've told this before, forgive me if you've heard it before, but we always thought that my job as a homeschool parent was to hold their hand as they go through all these things and they're exposed to all these things so that they can identify the good from the bad, so that they know how to handle it, they know how to talk about it, mm-hmm. know how to frame it. Like, mm-hmm. what does the Bible say about that? And we're not going to shield you from it. We're going to walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So people will still say, you know, with all the stuff they're exposed to in school, I'm, I, I'd be homeschooling too. People tell me all the time, my kids are exposed to all those things in different settings, but I'm there with, you know what I mean? When they were little, I'm right there with them. Mm-hmm. So we may be in the community observing all these things, but we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about how to think about it the right way and how to love people and realize that these things destroy people, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all, all I want to say. Mm-hmm. It, there's a great reaping in chapter 14, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the reaping that happens in chapter 14, Jesus tells us about in Matthew 13. So I just wanted to go back to Matthew 13 for a minute. And and this relates to this idea of you need to be able to identify good from evil, mm-hmm. but you can't exclude evil. Right. You're never going to be able to separate it out so that you're never exposed. And if you did, if you did that for your children or if God did that for you, you'd be worse off for it mm-hmm. because then you'd never know how to handle. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a prophecy in Isaiah about Jesus that said that he will eat honey 
right? To, and mm-hmm. learn, butter and honey, and learn to discern the good from the evil. Remember mm-hmm. that verse? Mm-hmm. It's talk, This is the idea. Like It says in Matthew chapter 13, verse 24, it says, Another parable put he forth unto them, his disciples, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came, and sowed tares among the wheat, and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up, and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. Excuse me, you want to read? <laughs> so, verse 27, So the servants of the householders came and said unto him, Sir, didst thou not sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said, Unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Okay, so in my little sphere of influence, which is very small, Mm -hmm. my children... Kate's children that go to school with us. I can't separate out all the evil in the world from them. No. Right? Maybe, and that's maybe that might be a problem why some of our church people are so weak to begin with, is because we just avoid that if we can. I have to let them grow up in this world they were born into. Mm-hmm. But but did you notice the verses like okay you watch it? I guarantee you when he's mm-hmm. saying we're going to let them both grow up together, mm-hmm. you watch. Mm-hmm. I guarantee the people that are working for this man who owns the field, mm-hmm. they strongly can identify the weeds as they grow mm-hmm. from the wheat, mm-hmm. right? They know mm-hmm. the difference, mm-hmm. and they know the difference by what they can see, mm-hmm. right? Now, we're not, I'm not talking about judging people's salvation or anything like that. I'm saying they grow up together. He said, but don't, don't separate it out. The, the yeah. difference is going to be more and more noticeable, mm-hmm. right, as they grow. When they're ready. And then he said, and when it's time... You're going to harvest all of it, mm-hmm. and that that is garbage that the enemy sowed, that that's going to be separated from that which is good that's grown alongside of it. And the world works like that. His, this, this parable is one of many that he tells in the book of Matthew about how the kingdom of God works. He's like, the kingdom of God is among men. Jesus came. He is the king, and everyone that follows him right now is in his mm-hmm. kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be personally in a kingdom with him but you're in a kingdom right, right now, now. Mm-hmm. because above my uh, i know this is you said introduce and i'm no, rushing no, that's per- don't rush to take your time and that's a good point but we uh, you know i'm an american citizen so proud to be that so honored to mm-hmm. be born here but above my american citizenship mm-hmm. is a heavenly citizenship mm-hmm. above my president is a king Mm-hmm. Right? And, and the disciples demonstrated that when, when they, mm-hmm. everywhere that they could obey the law, Paul mm-hmm. tells them in, mm-hmm. in uh, is it Romans chapter 13? He tells them in, whenever it depends on you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You live at peace. You honor the king. You do what you're supposed to do, follow the law. Caesar but you saw Caesar. all through the New Testament, if what you're doing for God is against the law, you have a higher authority. Mm-hmm. You stay loyal to your king. You do mm-hmm. what is right to the king. So it's the same kind of idea here in chapter 14. 
in chapter 13, you mm-hmm. we and previous, we were introduced to the beast, who's a great mm-hmm. strengthening, strong, fierce political power like a dragon. And then there's another dragon who's mm-hmm. also fierce, mm-hmm. but he's more gentle. They call him the, the prophet, the false mm-hmm. prophet, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's this... He's more the, spiritualized, he's like more a lamb, but he subtle, talks like a dragon. but he looks like a lamb. He's, mm-hmm. he's a gentler, mm-hmm. just as vicious, just as evil, just as satanic, mm-hmm. just as influenced by the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Leader that's there, this false prophet. And he comes up, we said last week, we ended with, he's going to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see it in this chapter even more. You're going to see it in the middle of this chapter, mm-hmm. where if you don't pledge your loyalty... And mark yourself physically that you do align yourself with this authority. You won't be able to go buy groceries. You won't be able to feed your family. You won't be able to have a house to live in. You won't be able to purchase anything Mm -hmm. because you'll be excluded. He's figured out that the might of the first beast Mm -hmm. is maybe even a little bit less effective than the economy, the Mm -hmm. economics, and the spirituality of this second beast. Mm -hmm. They work together. They right. This is the great. Mm-hmm. This is the. This is the. Unholy we said this trinity. is the unholy trinity. We have Satan and the beast and the false prophet, mm-hmm. and and on God's side we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these things work in union mm-hmm. with one another, and it's just like you see that the technique is different, but the motivation and the goal are the same. Mm-hmm. It's a contrast in this. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the end, it's like he's going to be given power. To even overcome the saints, it says, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, who can who can stand up to this evil force who's going to say that you can't even participate in society mm-hmm. unless you bow you down really to says. me? Mm-hmm. And and the Bible clearly says, if you do that, if you take that mark of the beast, you're going to have problems. You're, you're not, not going to be saved. You're not going to be saved. You're not right. It says that, that that's it's going to be an obvious, clear. You're not going to be tricked into it. Mm-hmm. it you're going to make an obvious choice. And if you ob- and and the consequences of not choosing to have that mark is death. Death and death for your family. Mm-hmm. People will say, "How could you?" You know, you'll you'll hear that even now in different situations. How could you let that happen to your family? Mm-hmm. We say, you know, you might choose that for yourself, but how could you let your baby starve? And how could you, right? Mm-hmm. But that's going to be the choice at this mm-hmm. point in in the period. I know. So, like, uh, so if you've never been with is, us before, we're talking about the book of Revelation. We're in chapter 14. So this the, is So the point is, a good point here to make is make that decision now. <laughs> Before you get to the place where it, this is the kind of decisions that you're faced with. But these kind of decisions, so stark here, mm-hmm. happen every day right now. They do. So, yes, I don't know when the book of Revelation is going to be fulfilled. I don't know when all that's going to happen. That's in God's hands. He said, if I even try to know, I'm lying. You're lying. Because you only know. the Father knows. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that same idea of you're going to have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You, you are going to come to a place in your life if you have not already. Where it's going to be clear to you whether you're going to follow the Lord or you're going to follow your own way and what benefits you right now, immediately and expediently, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got a choice to make. You can take the easy way or you can take the hard way. I mean, it really is Mm -hmm. going to be. And that lesson of revelation is in your life now. And 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 a good point here to make is that that choice doesn't get easier. And you don't solve the choice by taking the other option away. Yeah, because the option doesn't go away. That's what I mean by the weed and the Mm -hmm. terror story and the homeschooling story. Like, my children, this is, and I've said this before, it's the most terrifying thing in the world to raise your children knowing what the Bible says. It's it's not terrifying because you trust God and you believe in Him, but it is 
frightening mm-hmm. to realize that you can tell them all the right things and you can take them to church and you can pray over them and you can love them with all your heart and they will still have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you will not be able to make it for them. Mm-hmm. Right? And I have to give them a choice. Mm-hmm. It, they don't, it doesn't matter. If I if I take away that up, I'm not. I'm only going to be able to hide mm-hmm. so long. If I did attempt that, probably not very long at all. No. Here's the problem with hiding it: it's in them. They already. We're have all born with the sin nature. We're mm-hmm. all born with that inclination anyway. So, the if I took every bad influence out of their life and did in fact raise them in a bubble, the sin's in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Right. The sin is inside. They still have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and you know for a fact that the, the ones who don't discuss and who just try to protect them for everything, as soon as they get, <coughs> excuse me, to where they can, they go try that anyway to see what it's about because they're and just they're as a caveat. Curious. That doesn't mean you expose them to every <coughs> bad thing you can expose them to. I'm not saying that. I don't no. expose myself to every bad thing. You know what I mean? I'm, it's not just children. I don't expose exactly. myself to every evil influence. But but at the same time. You sort of it's build that my trust job up a to say, too, here's how to think. Mm-hmm. Here's why this is a better choice. Here's why this is the better option. Here's what God mm-hmm. wants for you. Mm-hmm. And here's what here's the what world, this is what it. Satan here's... wants for you to drag you away from those things. This is going to feed your spirit. This is going to feed your flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really annoying as a parent. I'm probably annoying you right now. But those conversations happen every day in my house. Mm-hmm. No, they should happen. Right? Day. They happen all the time. We shouldn't be afraid to have those and, discussions. And a lot of times it's a discussion where I'm going, here's where I failed and gave in to my flesh. And here's what it cost me. Mm-hmm. Here's what God wants from me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot of just honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's and a I lot think- of talking for chapter 14. But I just want to tell you that this philosophy that Jesus presented in Matthew is fulfilled in Revelation in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Because we are nearing the end of this great tribulation period. Mm-hmm. And we are done. The beast has his day. Mm-hmm. He does. He has his day. And it says he, he's given power even to overcome the saints. Don't worry. It tells you that blessed are those who can. die in the Lord, mm-hmm. right? That he, can't, he can't destroy them because they're going to live in eternity with, with the Lord. So we've had, but, we've had seven trumpets. We've had seven seals. We've we had have, seals before trumpets. We're getting ready in seven the vials or bowls. To, to come into the seven bowls, which are, and at the end of the seven bowls, he says it's done. It's finished. The wrath is here. We're the wrath here. of God is poured out. But all through this time, he's still, I mean, I gracious. He Merciful, is gracious. Long he suffering. is allowing them to mm-hmm. make a choice. But there will come a time when the choice is over, it's done. You know, and it'll say, You are righteous, God, for they have, they've earned the right to be, have what you've, what you're going to pass out and it, no worse even than they have earned it they've chosen it. they've chosen it yeah they would rather and they've chosen and as you read in the book of revelation in what always um struck me is you would think when they see these things happening they would turn to god and say oh well you know I look see. what's going on but they don't I, but you know what it doesn't amaze me because i know people right now who are doing that. I know people who are right now making the most horrific accusations against God and God's people, denying the word of God when they know better. Mm-hmm. Like I know they know better. Mm-hmm. I know that they've been taught better. Mm-hmm. And I listen to, I, these are people that I know and I love and I pray for daily and I see them making these choices over and over again. 
because they want to do what they want to do. And that's why the Bible says you do do that, by the way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that you truly don't believe there's a God or you don't believe there's a right and wrong. It says you want to do what you want to do mm -hmm. and you like that you're the, the deeds you're doing and it's easier to do them in the dark. Mm -hmm. The closer you come to the light and the truth, the more you're exposed and you run away from and that. You don't want to do that. Right? Yep. So I mean that's that's what Jesus said. That's the reason mm -hmm. you do that. That's true. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people truly are struggling with their faith, but a person struggling, mm -hmm. when they are seeking God, it says they'll find him. They'll find him. Right. If you're not struggling, if you're struggling to hang on to your sin, you'll get further and further away. And maybe that is a little touch of self-righteousness on my part to say that, because you think everybody should know that. You know, what's we know that because we have the Holy Spirit to guide us and to teach us. And Know right? what? That when something is wrong or something, when, when you see these things happen, turn toward God, don't run from Him. Or, but everybody's made up differently everybody still has the calling of god is going to try to get your attention there's a bible verse she quoted last time we were in church together mm -hmm. they said when you see your adversary or, or mm -hmm. someone who can Run conquer out you him. out there you don't wait till he's here you you, you meet, meet him and you and you agree and with him in the way i think the actual word agree is in there and uh -huh. you agree with him in the way mm -hmm. right try you go with, peace before because i'm going to agree that you're right so that when you get here we're not fighting about we're it. not in a battle mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we do with christ we say Christ, you say with the Word of God and, and what the, the Holy Spirit, we agree with you about this, that this is sin, mm -hmm. while you're far off. Because He's coming. Mm -hmm. and, if he, and if you die before He comes, you'll meet Him before that. You'll already meet the adversary in the way. He is an adversary to you mm -hmm. if you're lost. He is. He's he not is. someone you want to meet. As loving and as good as I'm, Jesus Christ is, you don't want to meet Him in your sin without having made peace with God beforehand, right? And he's done all the work to do that. Just, again, I, gospel heavy here. He's already done all the hard part. You do the easy part. You say, yes, Jesus, I know you're the and Son if, of God. And if you have a problem with that and understanding and the knowledge part, it says if you lack wisdom, ask him. Ask him. He'll give it to you. It also says don't be double-minded. This is in my daily Bible reading today, and I was marking these verses thinking, you know, we, we, we know them, but do we know them? Mm -hmm. Don't be double-minded. What does double-minded mean? It's kind of what you're talking about. You keep about. going back and forth. You'll say, I almost believe it, but I'm going to check this out. No, I don't believe it. I, I, I want to be like this, but I don't want to give up mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I want to go this way, but I, I'm going to hang on to these things because they're too precious mm -hmm. to me. Let every right? man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. I mean, I've, it's funny because as I'm looking through this Bible, this isn't the one I used this morning for my daily Bible reading, but um, it's I've, I've got the same ones marked mm -hmm. because they, you know, he's not a respecter of persons. If you know to do good and you don't do good, guess what? It's a sin. I mean, right? It, it, there's so many... There's so many things that we are kind of responsible for what we do. We make getting to heaven and coming to Christ the most complicated thing in the world. And it's not complicated at all. I didn't say it when I didn't say it was easy. Mm -mm. I said it's not complicated. No. Right? It's surrender to God. And surrender sometimes. And isn't surrender easy. to the Christ who saved you. It isn't hard. It isn't complicated. But it can be. It's hard, hard to get over yourself and do it and trust him mm -hmm. right because we we still think sometimes that we're smarter than or we know more or we and really, it's good to be smart or we just want to we just want if you be, seek him you'll find it yeah 
and you won't really have knowledge without mm-hmm. him, right? You're, that's where we get the knowledge. All right. So now go on to chapter 14. Chapter 14. Good, good introduction and good analogy. I like that. Um, verse 14, verse 1. I'm sorry. Chapter 14, verse 1 of Revelation says, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. So when did that happen? So we haven't heard that 144,000 since chapter 7. Since chapter Mm 7. Chapter 7, they were sealed. So during all these things that have happened since chapter 7, if you've been with us, it's been a lot. Mm -hmm. These guys have made it through, Mm -hmm. 144,000. And it didn't say 139,005, right? The ones that that were sealed in chapter 7 are standing with him on Mount Zion. And aren't we sealed? I wish I knew the verse to quote that says that, but it does say that we are. Oh, I don't have the verse. Remember where that verse is. But there, stand, there are hills all around Jerusalem. Those hills are what we call Mount Zion, the, the gathering together of those hills. They're standing on top of the, the hill looking mm-hmm. into Jerusalem. On top of Mount Zion, 144,000. In whom also, in Ephesians chapter 1, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Mm -hmm. These guys have been sealed, the Bible says, in their forehead. I don't know what that, and you don't either, what that looks like or what that entails. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I like to think that had, that has to do with the way they think, mm-hmm. that they have solidly made up their mind to believe the Word of God, who is mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something visual, I assume. Mm-hmm. But and whatever I, it is. But remember, the beast has a mark, In all this too. time where we're going to kill everybody who doesn't sign mm-hmm. their allegiance to the beast, they've been preaching the gospel. They were in chapter 7. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine they stopped. Mm-mm. Right? No. If from chapter 7, they're preaching the gospel, and they've made it all the way through, and they're standing. These were Jewish believers in chapter 7. And it tells, right? you, it tells you some more about them here in verse yes. 2 and 3. So verse 2, it says, and these 144,000 is what we're talking about. It says, John says, And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and the voice of a great thunder. And we've already heard that voice of many waters way back in chapter, chapter one. 1. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their hearts. Okay. We're hearing the voice of Jesus Christ. We're hearing the band strike up. Mm-hmm, we are. <laughs> That's what it says. And they're on top of a mountain mm-hmm. singing this song. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And remember, we talked about the beasts mm-hmm. and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. For these are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. The these are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Now, how did they get from the mountains around Jerusalem to before the throne of God? These are they. How did they do that? Through the Are sun. these dead people? Are these people that were, were killed by the beast? Mm-mm. So how do they get from here to there? So where's your thought going with that? Well, how do we get from here to there? Mm -hmm. I was going to say through Christ. Praise. Mm -hmm. 
and he's praising with them. And, and we are going. We are going from the top of Mount Zion, singing this song. We made it mm-hmm. till we are in the throne room of God in that mm-hmm. praise. Mm-hmm. And do you know you are also? Mm-hmm. That he inhabits our praise. He is That's present with us when we praise. We don't know this song, but there's another place in this chapter. It might be chapter 15 where it says not only are they singing this song, mm-hmm. they're singing the song Moses wrote. And the land. They, they're bringing up Moses's song mm-hmm. and Jesus's song, and they're singing them and both. What, and, and they're singing. Why do you think that is? Because 140,000. 144,000, think 12 times 12, Old Testament, New Testament, Jewish, church, all coming together, doing exactly what Isaiah said he would do, making a both one. And they're singing this praise, and this praise carries them into the very presence of mm-hmm. God. John does this every other chapter. Mm-hmm. This chapter, he does it in the middle of the chapter. Mm-hmm. He either takes you from a view on earth, then he's a view from heaven, mm-hmm. a view on earth, a view from heaven. Now we start on earth, and, and here we are in heaven. heaven. And, and it's so interesting how he does that. What's the perspective? The perspective on earth is we're standing <laughs> on this mountain victorious, gotten through this this These tribulation mm-hmm. that the beast brings on. But the, the earth's in utter devastation. We're singing a song. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and then we're supposed to heaven's perspective is and hymns. that's where the harps come from. Mm-hmm. The the elders, the twenty four elders in the book of Revelation, they're the ones with the harps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we hear harpers harping on their harps. The <laughs> says, "Okay, wait. So so heaven and earth are coming together here mm-hmm. on the top of Mount Zion. There's something Bigger fundamentally shifting mm-hmm. in this chapter mm-hmm. between our perspective. It's coming together." Mm-hmm. Right? I've had enough of this nonsense, the mm-hmm. lamb says. Mm-hmm. The true lamb, not the fake lamb, imposter. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of this nonsense. And these are and they it's time to set things right. Whithersoever he goes. So wherever he goes, these, so these we're Jewish believers, followers have set aside their own personal lives as their virgins. Mm-hmm. They dedicated their entire life to staying faithful to Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in the middle of this most horrific situation to keep mm-hmm. witnessing to and Jesus remember, Christ. And remember, uh, and I know it's a play on words a little bit, but it sometimes, uh, I think, isn't it Paul that calls us adulterers and adulteresses because we easily turn from our faith to other things? Other lesser things. So He's saying they a, haven't. They're fully mm-hmm. dedicated. But wouldn't that be a good thing? I know what it's saying, but right. also, are we faithful to mm-hmm. our bridegroom. Are we faithful in that kind of in that vein? Jesus and Paul talked about a time that was coming when it would not it would be best not to marry mm-hmm. because the persecution would be so fierce that for you to mm-hmm. be single minded to this it's not talking about that's not, he never gave a commandment that you're never supposed to be married like mm-hmm. people teach but mm-hmm. he said there were times when it would be very wise for you mm-hmm. To not take a wife during this time, try to raise children. Look what's going on on the earth. Mm-hmm. You, who would want to raise a family during the Great Tribulation period and have all that suffering and pain mm-hmm. and disease and, and about all, all these things mm-hmm. happening? He's saying these have dedicated their life to mm-hmm. this, and they're pure and they're undefiled they're before redeemed God. Among they're men, redeemed. The first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. They're not the best people who ever lived. Although they're really great people, they're redeemed. Mm-hmm. They're saved through the and blood of Christ, sealed. and they've been and they're sealed. sealed. And it says, and in their mouth was found no guile. Guile, my book says guile means deceit, but I've also heard guile, and the word used for guile here means hypocrisy, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there is no play on both sides. That unstable. Because part. we've had, we're to the point where they can no longer do that. Like, we were just talking about this before this came on. I'm not going to mention any names or any, don't worry, Olivia. We were talking about political things, and I, and I said, <laughs> um, don't worry, I'm not going to name any names. I'm just saying that I despise political figures 
who say what they think everybody wants them to say. And the minute everybody changes their opinion, switch their opinion. Like, and then they vote. I hate that. Mm -hmm. I want, want to, to have what do you think? And why do you think it? Mm -hmm. And it's even okay with me if you're wrong and you can be persuaded. But what do you think? Don't just tell me what I want to hear. I'm so sick of telling me what I want to hear. Our whole world, the whole woke culture, um, please don't ban me forever. Cancel culture, all these things are just, you have to say exactly what we want to hear. Or, or you're an outcast of society. Don't say anything that challenges me or offends me or asks me to think. And it doesn't even matter if you believe it. You're not, you hear people say this all the time. I'm not allowed to say that. Right? They, they, won't, they won't say it's not true. They'll say, I'm not allowed to Freedom say that. Spe speech used to be something we well, had, right? <laughs> I think it's always been a struggle. Mm -hmm. It's an idea we tried, but it's always been a struggle to actually give people freedom of speech because you also have to let people say things you don't like. But that hypocrisy, when you're talking about that, that guile, mm -hmm. these aren't people who are saying what's politically correct. They're people who are able to stand up to an enormous amount of pressure and force like mm -hmm. has never been been seen on the face of the earth mm -hmm. and stay true to Christ beside it. The whole culture would like to see them dead. It mm -hmm. says in our last mm -hmm. chapters that mm -hmm. we ran, mm -hmm. they like they're troublemakers. They're, they're a problem. They're Everything would be grief. better if mm -hmm. you would just die. And they're allowing the slaughter of people who believe in God. Mm -hmm. That's why During they have the to take the doing that. If they don't take right? that mark, if they're thinking different. And these people are saying, no. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying what you want me to say just to be saying it. I'm mm -hmm. going to say what's the truth. Mm -hmm. Right? And this is the truth. Jesus Christ is God. Mm -hmm. He's Lord over mm -hmm. all. He, he is. And it says they, who these we need to 144,000 are without fault before the throne of God. Because mm -hmm. they're not playing that way. They're not. And without fault before the throne of God while singing with God on top of a mountain, both. Mm -hmm. A little a complicated, right? Mm -hmm. this, is, this is a little complicated scene. Mm -hmm. they're, they're before the throne of God, and they're on top of Mount Zion. Mm -hmm. and, I, and when I thought about because the Christ singing, is everywhere. when I thought about <laughs> right? the singing part, I also thought about, uh, was it Paul and Silas in prison singing when they should mm -hmm. have been downtrodden and, you know, it was the singing, We, we the touched praising. on this last week, but how many battles in the Bible have been won by praise? Just praise. How Plain many battles in your life praise. have been won by praise? Mm -hmm. I mean, that literally is where the power is. And actually, we forget to praise because we're so wrapped up in the grief or the whatever that we forget to just say, you're awesome, God. Look Jesus, at what you, you do. Are God. You, there is none You're else. Mighty and holy and righteous, and, and that verse, the the verse in here when the elders say glory and honor and praise, and I think uh, I say this every broadcast. But do you not realize the Bible says that you can't even say Jesus Christ is the Son of God without the Holy Spirit? You don't have the power to. Mm -hmm. He gives you the power to say that. You mm -hmm. start saying who He is, and if nothing else, just to remind yourself who He is. But also, the more you say it. Um, the lion of the tribe of... See, I've got all kinds of things yeah. marked. But the thing, glory and honor and praise and dominion and power and, you know, all those mm -hmm. things belong to chapter God. Chapter 11. That's his, I, I, I think yeah, that, that was chapter 11. We got that verse. So these guys that are not defiled, that are virgins, are faithful and true to the lamb, whether he they follow the lamb, whether so he goes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they are redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God, and in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without faults before the throne of God. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm glad there's still 144,000. Yeah, because you there's almost not- get at the end of chapter 13, you think, is the beast going to win? Mm-hmm. Because nobody, ha- you have no choice mm-hmm. but to worship this beast. And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. He the doesn't, doesn't win. win. Yeah. He doesn't win. But then here comes and a God new is able thing. to keep them all the way through. I think verse six of chapter fourteen is a new thing, mm-hmm. and it says, "And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people." Wait a minute. An angel carrying the gospel. We're gonna pre- well, not only that. Yeah. We're preaching the gospel mm-hmm. to people who've already taken the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, it sounds to me like he's saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. They're not going to get saved here. The Bible's already told us they can't. That made heaven and earth and the right? sea and the fountains of water. So that's going to tell you in a couple of verses that regardless of what happens, they refuse to acknowledge mm-hmm. God. They are angrier with God than ever. They, they, they are choosing anything. the opposite. Mm-hmm. So the gospel, evidently, the gospel is not only, it is about salvation, mm-hmm. but the gospel is not only about salvation. Guess what the gospel is? Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. He is King. He is Lord. He is at the right hand of the Father. Do you suppose there'll be preachers in heaven? I guarantee you there'll be preachers (laughs) in heaven. But I think the gospel right here that is being preached is you need to know who Jesus is Mm -hmm. because you're about to meet him face to face. And it says even after that is preached, they're going to deny him anyway. But the gospel, the gospel is forever. The gospel well, is forever. It's what we will be talking about in heaven. And doesn't it say, not one jot, not one tittle, nothing ever is, pass away. The word of God will never be gone. Heaven and earth will pass away. But this will not But be this gone. is not going to pass away. Mm-hmm. Who is Jesus? The eternal son of the Father. He, he's, he is what it is. So this is not a gospel of salvation. It mm-hmm. is the gospel of who Jesus is, which is the gospel of salvation. Which is what During the, the time when you're allowed is. to be saved, what I'm telling you is, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You acknowledge Him as Lord. You accept Him as Lord and serve Him as Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what we do when we become and saved. And this is the revelation of Jesus, right? Right. He's sti- we're still, so we've had all these things happen that still reveal who He is. It's not in the, repeat after me. No. It's not in the come in the back room with me and and we'll walk you through mm-hmm. the step. It's not in those things. Who is Jesus? He's the, That's the only gospel. begotten son of the father, right? He died for your sin. Mm-hmm. He rose for your justification. He lives forever beside mm-hmm. God on the right hand of God, making intercession for you and me. That is the gospel that never changed. It is mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. It's like he said in Genesis, I am. He's still saying, I am. So you would think, too, you would think also when the beast has all this power and everybody's, you know, uh, got the mark of the beast and everybody is doing, you know, there's going to be some that are doing pretty good. This angel very loudly still says, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come. Mm Mm-hmm. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. And again... Again, 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 again. Creation. Creation. He starts with the very basic stuff. You've convinced yourself you didn't have a God, but I'm telling you, he doesn't say, um, believe in the guy who fed him in the wilderness. He says, 
worship him that made heaven and Did earth you know and the sea and the fountains of water. That if a if a if a branch falls off a willow tree stick with me. <laughs> and you break it at one of the knobbly little joints. It'll grow into another tree. Well, that, I don't know about that probably. But if you break it at one of those knobbly little joints and you look inside, there's a perfect star. Like perfect star. Somebody had a picture of that and I saw it and I thought, yeah, that randomly happened by chance. And my, you don't, if you don't even know where to look, you don't see the stars, right? There. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's another tree that they were talking about, like, and and somebody added this, and they said, when you when you break this one here, look what's inside, and it's a picture of a flower. It's eerie. Hmm. It's been painted inside these little tiny branches. <laughs> It's as if God is laughing so at our ignorance when we think like, oh. that all these things are random, chaotically just form these things. There is no evolutionary purpose for having a, cho- a perfect star in the joint of a willow branch. There's no evolutionary purpose to have a beautiful flower hidden mm-hmm. inside the bark of, of a tree. But God signs his work everywhere with his, the heavens declare the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? And the firmament is handiwork. Mm-hmm. He, everywhere we look, he goes, I made this. Mm-hmm. I did this. There's perfect order, perfect design, precision, detail, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we keep going, no, 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 it all just flew together. It all just exploded from a point of nothing. It all just uh-huh. randomly came together. But there's nothing random about your universe at all. At all. The only randomness that we see are the effects of sin and the fall, mm-hmm. which, by the way, he's going to defeat. Yes. Once and for, he defeated on Calvary. You're going to see the result mm-hmm. at the end of Book of Revelation when it's completely destroyed. But I, I just... I marvel that you can live in this world and have your eyes open and not see God in all these things because he's everywhere, right? Yes, and in Nehemiah, I just had to say that show this, go back, because I thought this is what it said, but this was a reference. It says, thou, Nehemiah, how long ago was that? Now, uh, bless the Lord your God forever and ever. Blessed be the glorious name which is exalted above all blessings and praise. Thou, even thou, art Lord alone. Thou hast made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and all things that are therein, the seas and all that is therein, and thou preservest them all, and the host of, he- the host of heaven worshipeth thee. Now we talked about that because they have now figured out that stars make sounds too. Mm-hmm. Thou art the Lord, God, the Lord, the God, who did choose Abram and brought him forth, and it goes on down. The heart of the faithful, you have a covenant with them. You show signs and wonders. You divide the sea. You let them through. I mean, in every cell of your body, it doesn't change anything. That never Mm-mm. change. Every time he is the perfect praise. I think is you made it all <laughs> right. You did it. Nothing all. exists outside of what you allow. And we to even exist. talked about. And I don't know if and you created. want to get into this, but I wish you would for just a second. We talked about the atoms, the structure of things, and you know it says that everything that is, he holds everything together. They consist because of his. You know the atoms are in the same pattern as the solar system and the nebula that we're discovering right now. They look the same. Their orbits make the same paths and shapes. <laughs> it, is, it is one of the most glorious and fascinating things that every cell of your body is a universe. Inside every cell of your body, I'm not going to go on a creation rampage. You see me getting excited. <laughs> there, There's a little... Uh, power plant called a mitochondria if you look at it and especially if if you're able to look at a cross section of it looks just like your kidney looks just like 
a million other things that you find in science, same pattern. Guess what that is? Same designer. You see it in places where it wouldn't possibly be related if you believed in evolution and you're developing the same thing. You've got these gigantic squid in the middle of the ocean with an eyeball made just like yours. We didn't come from a squid. Mm -hmm. No scientist claims that we came from that evolutionary tree, yet we independently had the exact same eyeball with the exact same function and form and shape and way it looks. And the way it no, works. There, no, the designer used his design more than one time. Mm -hmm. There's so much order and creativity and wisdom and like if you a science book is a, a praise book, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you just say, "Wow, mm -hmm. look what you did." And aren't you amazing? Mm -hmm. and, and aren't you that worship that you give the the one who made you and designed you? Mm -hmm. You know, I keep thinking like we we always have this thing where we I gotta say this right and not mess it up, okay? And I'm trying really really hard, but we're always like, okay, God doesn't like these things. These things are sins, and those are true. Like mm -hmm. we say that to people, mm -hmm. right? So we have to have those out. And those people out. And those people take that as well. If God, someone who hears you say, God doesn't like that sin. God doesn't like me. No, God loves you mm -hmm. and lovingly designed you and perfectly formed you. And ha if, you could, if you could get those people to understand that God's knew that God knew them before they were made, before mm -hmm. they were formed. He held them in his hand. He has a plan. Mm -hmm. He has the most amazing thing in store for them and is dying to give it to them. He died to give it to them, mm -hmm. right? All these wonder, if you could make them understand this is so much better so much more than what than you're what choosing. You think. Mm -hmm. you think God doesn't like you because he doesn't like what you do. What you don't understand is God loves you. That's why you even know that this is something that God mm -hmm. doesn't approve of. Do you know what I mean? They And I don't know how to say that well. Mm -hmm. I think you're doing good. But I think a lot of times in church, we make them feel like God can't doesn't want anything to do with you because of this sin. These are the bad people. These are the good people. All the people God that's has a plan for, for their like, good. That's like the ad we saw one time for a church who had a class on how to point out sin. And I said, shouldn't be hard. Well, it, it, it <laughs> it's everywhere. Be hard, but I hope, and I'm sure maybe they did, and I'm not naming names either, but that includes yours. And I'm not saying. Right? I mean, just because we categorize sins over here, there's a lot of denominations that have big sins and little sins and sometimes sins. And, and not I'm not saying sins. not to, to stand for what's right and say, this is what the Bible says. And this is wrong. And speak yeah. the truth and say what's right and not cave. I'm not telling you to compromise the gospel or God's word in any way. I hate that when preachers do that because that is not loving and that is not kind and that is not and good. And that's like your politicians that, that, that see where that the is, way to go. I'm just, I, all I'm doing is trying to get you to love me. Like me. Mm -hmm. And that's not my job. My job is to get you to love him. Mm -hmm. And my job is to show you how much he loves you and that you could have something so much better yeah. mm -hmm. if you would just right and he wants to give you so much better mm -hmm. but you've got to get rid of yourself a little bit you've got to you got to let him get rid of yourself you got to make it let him make you over mm -hmm. and and draw you out of your sin and and want what he wants that again is calling him lord i agree with you mm -hmm. i want what you want mm -hmm. and right and i'm not smart enough to figure every little every little he star in the willow tree yeah. out right that's not your job no but it's proof that he's there there's no lack you of see the proof thing or the... lack of evidence that god is the creator it is everywhere and you have what to there is that. is a lack of willing 
to bow your knee to him. Mm -hmm. Which is not a good thing because in the end you're all going to bow anyway. It'll just be too late. And you and that's true, whether you like it or not, and I'm I'm saying that sincerely. You might not do it here. You might stand your ground and be um, stubborn, and you're not going to do it. And by golly, you can't make me. But there will be a day that you will bow because it says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. There won't be any doubt. Mm -hmm. We it'll be there. It'll happen. It'll be revealed. Saying with a loud voice, "Fear God and give glory to Him," mm -hmm. for the hour of the judgment of His judgment is come, and worship Him that made heaven and earth and sea and the fountains of water. I think it's interesting that he says fountains of water along with the sea. But I also want to ask you about this. Worship I could talk him. to you about that if we were studying the flood. But go ahead. Worship I won't take him. the time now. Worship him. Fear God. They're singing over here. They're right? leading the worship. Right? And it says worship him. We make that so difficult in church. And we, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. Sometimes you sit in church and you just wait for something else to happen until you feel like. Should we have to wait to feel like saying, nope. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of this. I do this too. So I'm not, don't think I'm throwing off on anybody because I can throw that off on myself as well. But shouldn't worshiping God be something that we're familiar with before we get here? Before we get to this part of scripture? I'm going to worship him because of who he is and who I am not, right? I'm going to praise him because of who he is. Mm -hmm. Then it says, verse 8, And there followed another angel. Those angels are really pretty busy, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Saying, Babylon, three, three of them. Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Okay, let's talk about Babylon. So Babylon, Babylon. is a real place. Right? It is a descriptive place. There's a literal a... place that was Babylon, that the first mm -hmm. great world empire started by Nebuchadnezzar. Conquered the known world started at the time. Started by Nimrod, actually, back at the Tower of Babel. Kind of. But when it actually became Babylon, it was under okay. Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. And when it saying. became a world power and took over the world, it was that's, Nebuchadnezzar. That's Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. But yes, the seeds are at Babel mm -hmm. and, and around that time. But when they're... It's the most mentioned city or the most mentioned kingdom. And I won't go over Jerusalem. it because if you listened, you know. Well... Mm -hmm. Holy Trinity, unholy Trinity, yeah, absolutely. Jerusalem, Babylon. Babylon. Mm -hmm. and when we talk, and I'm not going to go in depth about it because we did a couple of these go. Go back and listen to it. Mm -hmm. Babylon is not some ugly, satanic, hellish place mm -hmm. to live. Babylon beautiful is elegant lines. and beautiful mm -hmm. and humanistic, and it's the height of culture and learning and aqueducts. It's very and it's popular, beautiful, very, mm -hmm. appealing, and yet it is. Idolatrous. Mm -hmm. It is um, completely turned its back on God. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. It is all in it. Is a religious system that stands all the way through Scripture in opposition to God. Mm -hmm. It is the reason humanistic. It, it is, is the reason that. they fall into captivity. It is the reason mm -hmm. that they start offering their own children to idols. It Astrology, is the. It is the fall everything. of all of them. Right. This system, mm -hmm. religious. There's literal Babylon. There is the religion of Babylon, and then there's also the political system of Babylon. Mm -hmm. Babylon is a political system that says, we will solve all your problems. Listen to 
previous podcasts mm-hmm. or previous recordings that we've done. We will solve all your problems. We will have heaven on earth. We will do this through political means or economical means. We'll make everything the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So there, this this is, remember there's lots of threes in the Bible. These are the three things, the literal, the religious, and the political all coming together. And in this verse, it tells you it's fallen. Mm-hmm. In other words, Time's up, Babylon. Mm -hmm. The fake is going to be destroyed, and all that will remain is the true, Mm -hmm. right? The the new Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the redeemed Jerusalem. The redeemed Jerusalem. Right? Babylon's fallen. Yeah. And it's fallen before it's fallen, because when God pronounces something, it's It's true right then. Mm -hmm. It's about to fall. But he says before it falls, it's fallen. And there's two pieces of it we see fall later as we get in here, too. He says, I'm saved. And you're like, but I'm still here. And I'm not in heaven, and I and I don't right. I nothing, mm-hmm. I don't see anything that's changed. But when he says you're saved, you you're saved for all eternity. It, the Bible says in one place, it's like you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because when the word of God speaks, it can never be undone. It's mm-hmm. always true. It's always right. Babylon has fallen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a pronouncement. And it's, it's over. And it's it's a scriptural thing, too, when it says it twice, mm-hmm. has meaning. It could mean that the Babylon, the spiritual one, falls, because we see that happen, and that's coming up, and it's not very pleasant. And then we have the, the eco- economic Babylon fall. We could have two, or it could be just like All he says, one. verily, verily, when he says that, truly, truly, pay attention. pay attention to what we're saying. How about the wine of the wrath of her fornication? Fornication this is any what, sexual relationship outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. And, it, and in, in a way, Babylon is very much for just that physical sin, that sexual mm-hmm. sin. Always has been. Always has All been. through there. But I think when we talk about Babylon and we talk about the these things, we're the talking about... You're not loyal to anything. Mm-hmm. Again, the, that political expediency, you're loyal to whatever gets you what you want right now, will compromise any standard, any ideal, any moral, and we definitely don't want anything to do with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. We'll compromise all of that to get what we want, that kind of fornication. Loyal to nothing. Mm-hmm. Just what except makes me happy. For, mm-hmm. Except for what gets me what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and sh- now she's going to drink the wine of the wrath she made of all, her fornication. She made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornications, right? There Babylon things- has fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of. And we, I know we'll get into that apostate church, and I don't want to get into there yet. But she, it says her daughters, she, this, 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 um, it's called the whore, the great whore. She, this apostate church has spawned off more than just one form. New idea uh, yeah, of right. humanistic it's, There's all kinds of her, yeah. her daughters who do the same things. And get it's people like away from the truth of God to what someone else wants. Which is Satan. I feel like I keep taking this off track and I don't mean to. But it's like, there were things decided in Congress in 1950. Okay? Before my time. There were things decided in Congress in 1950 that we are still paying for now, mm-hmm. that we still carry the debt for now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That we're still taxed for now, that we still have to fill out papers for now. Mm-hmm. Way back then, they probably were voted on, no, probably were voted on, they were voted on, because at the time, you make deals and you say, if you'll go along with this, then I'll go along with this, and if you'll go along with this, and I'll go along with this, and someday, 
when like it comes time to actually be a problem and we have to pay for it, we can always change it. Mm-hmm. Only it never gets changed. So it gets tacked on, and then and then in 1955, we tack on some more. 1960, we tack on some more, and we say, and and the politicians say, you know, that I know this is probably not the best. This is probably not the best solution for the people. This is probably going to cause some problems. And I was hey, but we can vote it out just like we voted it in. <laughs> Only we don't, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, mm-hmm. you get into such a mess of debt and inflation and bad decisions and passing it along to the next generation Mm -hmm. that you get to a place where there is no way to get your head above water. The bills are due, Mm -hmm. right? This is drinking the wine of her wrath of fornication. She's all this time done whatever Babylon from the beginning says, I'm not going to do it the way God says, but we'll pay for that later. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll make everybody happy now. We, we'll do this now. We'll forget about the consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are doing that all the time right now, right? You don't think about the consequences. What make, I want you to be happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and if we decide to change our mind, we'll change our mind. Mm-hmm. Only we can't change our mind because you get so mired in it. And you get so imprisoned yeah. by it, right? Mm-hmm. So this, this idea that we've had for all this time but now fulfilled and, and just... Mm-hmm angry and not even ever been this severe until it's under the beast mm-hmm. of we're going to do whatever we want regardless of the consequences to heck with it mm-hmm. we're going to do what we want to do the bills do well but listen and can you drink that cup can you well, drink the look. consequences so that says in verse 9 then it says and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Can they survive the Can you wine? drink that cup? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. It's it, The bills do. Here is the, verse right? 12, Here is the patience of the saints. That here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. This is the reason they stayed faithful to God. Mm-hmm. Because there is an eternal hell there is there is an eternal place called heaven Mm -hmm. this is reality there's a choice to be made right Mm -hmm. the choice is who is jesus who is jesus Mm -hmm. and right and don't forget we can end with verse 13 because we're just almost out of time but verse 13 says and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me now who wonder who's talking from heaven Mm right right Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works to follow them. Don't be afraid of death here. Mm-mm. Nope. Right? Don't be afraid. And I heard the voice that blessed are you, happy are you. Right? Here's the right choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the beast. Right? It's not It's the not beast. following man's way. It's not doing what makes you happy at the moment. It's not all these very enticing things that we've seen trumpets and and um, seals and we're getting ready to you know see bowls amazing? poured out upon. 
And I've even seen this in my own life, and I'm not talking about these being any sinful things. But I've thought, I'm just going to do something that makes me happy today. You know, and and bear with me. Mm -hmm. But when you are pursuing your own happiness, right, I don't care what anybody else needs or anybody else wants. I'm going to do what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Those are the most unhappy people and the most unhappy times you'll ever spend. Mm -hmm. And when you say... I'm going to do what God would have me to do. I'm going to serve other people. I'm going to throw myself into being a help to somebody else. You are the happiest people I've ever mm-hmm. seen, and I am the happiest person I've ever seen when I do that. Mm-hmm. It's all my, Jesus said those who will who will hold on to their life will lose, will it. lose it. Like if it's, it, I will have my way, and I will not turn to God. I'm going to do what I want. You're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. But those that will lose their life for my sake... Shall gain it. it. And Mm -hmm. that's what's happening. He's he's telling them again. Mm -hmm. Choose the beast's way. You can't pay the bill. You can't. You can't drink of that cup because you can't handle it. Mm -mm. And it's going to be torment. And And it's going to be eternal. And the payment for that has already been made. And you don't have to. But if you choose me, right, If, if, if your choice is me, even if you suffer here, it's going to be the blessed choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the happy choice. You are going to gain it. Mm -hmm. Eternal life. That's that takes he, faith to believe promised. that. I'm, I know people are listening thinking, well, how do I know that's going to happen? That takes faith to believe that. And the faith comes from knowing who Christ is. Mm-hmm. Right? And, if and the, if I didn't know who Christ is, surrender would be terrifying. Yeah. That's what the whole book is about. I don't surrender to anything. You know what I mean? Revealing Jesus. We, I, there's nothing faith. in life that I blindly follow. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No, no, I don't blindly follow either. If I didn't know who Christ was, it would be terrifying mm-hmm. to think about the idea of surrender. But if you know who he is, mm-hmm. you it's, can praise it, him. It is, a peace, it is a peace beyond understanding, the Bible says. And it is a praise. Mm-hmm. You can't help but praise him if you realize what he did, what he is and what he's done. And how can you not praise him? Mm-hmm. And how can you not, in this book, when it's revealing who Jesus is, everybody, again, and we've said this a lot of times, God is love. He is. He is. He loves you more than anybody can even imagine, but God is just. And he is going to answer these people. You know, how about those things that you've said over time? Where is God? Why didn't he fix this? Where, well, he's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I just don't want anybody I know to be in the fixing part of it. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm praying that we can be the right kind of witness to get them on the right side so that I they see, make the choices before all this happens. I see Livy crawling up to our feet, which means it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> yes, it's so that means we're probably going to have to finish this this last section from verse 14 through 20. Next time. Start with that the next time. But if we're right here, I mean, how would you how would you sum up he is so many he ideas he that bounced off the wall I know it. in he, this talk? But, but what, how would you sum up that? Well, he is who he said he is. And the book of Revelation just shows you more and more of what he told you was going to happen. And I like to go back to Matthew 24 and 25 where he, Jesus, when they say, what's going to be like? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And here, here it's giving you that more detail. And Daniel, it does the same thing. This, you know, people don't read this book because they think it's scary. But I think you should read this book for nothing else just to see who God is and what he's done and how can you not praise him and how can we not stay faithful. We need we have to make some efforts to do that. We can't it just doesn't we don't just snap our fingers and we've got it all and everything's great. Yes, we have trials. Yes, we have faults. Yes, we sin. Yes, 
you know, the church has made a mistake, I think, by going through life telling everybody that it's, oh, just a piece of cake now. Because it isn't. It's still life, and you have to deal with things in life, and you have to pick yourself up sometimes and say, I'm not going to do it this way. I'm going to do it God's way. You're not going to go wrong if you do it God's way. He promises to be the right way. It's just getting yourself in the right frame of mind to do that. I would encourage the church, those that have been in church or are Christians who have been here a long time, it's not time now to let down your guard. It's not time now to fall away because things are so wicked and they seem so desperate. Now it's time to move closer, not farther away. And I find that for me, and I'm doing a lot of talking and I'm sorry, but I find that for me, I have to stay close or I do get carried away in frustration and sadness and in aggravation in whatever. But his word is true. He is God, there is none else. He made a plan for, of salvation that I can understand and I believe who Jesus is and what he's done. So how do you say, what do you say to... I would just add to that that like, as we read the book of Revelation, we're talking about the last big ripple. We keep talking about that. Mm -hmm. Like the, the extreme edge of what all these things are. Mm -hmm. But it, and I don't know how close that, that could be very close. Nothing There's nothing stopping it from being nope. that very close to us. The church could get called but out of here I, at any time. If I pull back to where I am right this minute and I apply the lessons of this chapter, right? And he is saying to them, this is the way you live, Babylon. And when he says Babylon, the world. Mm -hmm. The world's human first, humanistic, mm -hmm. idealistic. They're gonna, they don't need God. They can solve it themselves. If you pull back. And he says, are you able then to drink that cup of wrath that not. is the consequence of the decision you're choosing? If you put yourself in the place of God, are you able to perform the works of God that are required to save you, that are required to make it work out the way you think it's going to work out? And the fact is, you're not. Mm -mm. The eternal consequences are still there. It's ridiculous to think you could sit in God's seat, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And run your own show. You the cannot. truth is... God makes you, the Bible says, if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many things. You want to run things? Submit yourself to the Lord, and he'll put you in charge of things. He will raise you up to mm -hmm. a position of authority. You'll get to make decisions do all these things. I'm talking about now, mm -hmm. not in heaven, now. Mm -hmm. He'll put you in a position of influence where he can use you, only submitted to him. And knowing who Jesus Christ is, like pull it back from the cliff where we are in Revelation to mm -hmm. your life tomorrow and I would say, you need to consider that question. Can you drink of that cup? Yeah. Or do you, are you going to accept the fact that Christ he's drank already, of that and cup? And he's already paid that He cup. drank that bitter cup mm -hmm. and took it to the cross and paid your sin debt and already was victorious over you. the grave. Already did it. And if he's the one and I submit to him, then he can make me all that I could ever dream of being anyway yeah. for his glory. For his glory. And right? praise, right? Good job. Thank you for joining us. We will see you hopefully next week. Keep your Bibles open. We're just believing what it says. <laughs>